please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Martha Bridges here with us today. Martha uh, is a member of, well, you're with the auxiliary, right? Um, Unit 82. Unit 82, Post 82. And um, Post 82. American also. Legion, yes. yes. And and uh, also in the, in the American Legion, is that yes, right? Yes, I'm in American Legion and the auxiliary. You're in the American Legion and the auxiliary, and I'm just a member of the American Legion. So there you <laughs> go, Post 82. And uh, I appreciate you being here today with me. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And we were going to talk about your fabulous 22-year service to our nation. It's right, this, look, at this, look at this nice pen. I'm going to make notes with it. It was my birthday last week. And my, oh, well, happy birthday. And the ladies birthday. in the office got that for me. So tell me, you know, what? what uh, are you from Shelby originally? No. Where are you from originally? I'm from Concord. Okay. And I grew up and was raised in Concord until I went to school at Appalachia. Okay. And... In 70. I graduated high school, Concord High, in 70. Right. And in 73, uh, I heard about the college junior program. Mm -hmm. And I was not going to go to summer school. I was not going to get a job. So I decided to see if I could do it. Right. It was just to, just to see if I could. Right. And I could. So we they took us in July of 73 to Fort McClellan, okay. Alabama. Mm -hmm. And... It was for four weeks. Uh, it wasn't your typical basic because these were other. You were a very teams. progressive lady, especially in 1974. Is that right? 73. 73? Okay. Well, I How many women were in the military at that point? I don't know. There weren't a lot because right. they were really seeking women. Right. It was if you wanted to, after the four weeks, you could. Go back, finish your senior year, mm -hmm. then you would be uh, go into the army as a second lieutenant. Right. And you know when you invest that much in your education, and you, I, I want to be a teacher, so I, that's something I decided not to do. Right. I, it was at that point in time, it wasn't for me. Right. But it was an interesting experience. At that point, Absolutely. right. But it was interesting. So you pulled back, kept going to college to be a teacher. Mm -hmm. I, I went, I went back for my senior year, and in I think it was 1974, because I I did not get it. I did not. I went on to get my master's mm -hmm. after I uh, graduated in 74, but in the summer. I had the National Guard come mm -hmm. in Concord and said, we want you to join. They were looking for women for the military, mm -hmm. but they said I would have to go to basic training. Mm -hmm. And I thought, no, don't want to do that again. So Nash, uh, Army Reserve came and they said, your four weeks will count as your basic training. Because at that point in time, trying to get women into the military, they had a program called CASP, Civilian Acquired Skills Program. Mm -hmm. And they went for two weeks basic training. And here I went for four weeks. And they said, this will count. And when I started years later pulling my paperwork together, it, it was undawning how 
much paperwork the sergeant major had to do to get that approved, to get those four weeks approved as my basic training. Mm -hmm. But they did. And so I went into the uh, Army Reserve, and I went in as a Spec 4 because when you went to the college junior program, you were a Spec 4. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was in the 1st to the 485th of the 108th Division. Well, that that's awesome. So, so, so you were. Uh, I mean, we've always had you know women involved with wars and military efforts, right? But not necessarily just um, as much, you know, as uh, you know now. I guess it's it's not uncommon at all. No, right? it's very common. But it still was not. It was not common back then. Did you get any pushback as a woman going into the military? Only from my father. My father didn't really like it. He was in the navy. Mm -hmm. And he was in, I was in the Navy. He yeah. was in World War II. Right. And women didn't have the reputation, the honorable reputation mm -hmm. that he envisioned. And so he took it as a negative. Mm -hmm. But as far as anything else, no, he did not. He never dissuaded me, and no one ever, you know, dissuaded. When I went into the uh, my unit, there weren't but half a dozen women in there. Mm -hmm. And so the only position, it was drill sergeant unit, mm -hmm. and the only position you, the women had were clerk typist. Right. So I started out as a clerk typist. Okay. And I could type, so. Now, you know, you could serve in combat on the front lines. Absolutely. And being a drill sergeant unit, some people say, why don't you go get your drill sergeant certification? Mm -hmm. But you weren't ready for that. I did not want to do that. You know, I had, by that time, by the time women were doing that, I had family, and I didn't want to take away from it. Understood. Understood. It, it was enough to take away uh, one weekend a month and two weeks a year In for the summer. annual training. and. So that's the reserves. The reserves can, can be great. You know, as an alternative to going active duty Absolutely. as well for men and women alike. And what did the reserves, um, what did the reserves give you? Benefits. Right now, yes. Okay. I I retired one day short of twenty two years okay. because I did not want to go to AT. I was right. I was tired, and right now I've got retirement. Right. I've got Tricare. Which is the, the military health care. The military health care. And, right. you know, and I'm on Medicare. I just went on Medicare in December. Sure. And when people call, do you have a supplement? I said, I've got TRICARE. They say, okay, you're, Did you're good. Did they help you with your education at all? Did they pay for any of that? No. Uh, they, at that point in time... When I enlisted, they did not. I'd already had my education. My education mm -hmm. was through. But if you eventually, they would have rules and regulations that covered. If you would re-enlist for six years, you would right. get a bonus. But in the reserve, you don't get the. You never got the educational bonus. You sure. might have gotten a bonus, and okay. it was only for those that were re-enlisting for the first time. Were you ever called up to active duty? Yes. When were you called up to active duty? We, and see, I've got, I've got this for sure. you. Sure. Um, 
I made you a copy for some of this. That is phenomenal, and I'll post these. Okay, oh. I'll edit this into the to the to the well, version this, that goes out. And, well, all this is, I did not read it. I didn't proofread some sure. of these, but I figured this would give you information that you would need. The narrative summary is what I did when I went for a retention NCO of the year. Mm -hmm. um, we were called up, and I remember we were out of school for, I think it was Martin Luther King holiday, and got the call from the, the uh, unit and said, we've been activated. Mm -hmm. And we were one of the first times that any of the units in the 108th Division mm -hmm. were activated. And so we went for three months to Fort Jackson and being a drill sergeant unit mm -hmm. uh, they would take people from the uh, IRR those that had gone out and were in the, the I was in the IRR for four years after being active or maybe six years uh, see, they it was took six them. years yeah. they took them and brought them back in the, something ready reserve or something individual like ready reserve maybe, I believe. Yeah, yeah. and they would get them ready. Mm -hmm. uh, the drill sergeants would get them up to speed again and send them to Saudi for the Desert Storm. Right. And so we were there about three months, and that was kind of uh, it. That was very stressful for a lot of people. We had two of our uh, people to die um, while we were at Fort Jackson. And then when we got back, one went AWOL and several left. It was very hard on the families. It, it was, because being in the military, you're in another world. And it, it's just, when you go to AT, it is just, you're putting your civilian world aside and you're, you're going into your military world. Mm -hmm. And it's a totally different world that unless I mean, you can do it. So talk about, so, so you're in the middle of a job, you're a teacher, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, hey, you've got to just drop everything and go where they tell you to go. Yes. Uh, and and you, how do you do that? How is that? It can't I, be easy. Uh, well, I called my husband, mm -hmm. and we went to... I couldn't imagine my wife calling me. I couldn't imagine my wife just, oh, mom's gone one week in a month. And see, my children were in school. My daughter right. was in fourth grade, and my son would have been in second. And we went to the county office, and we did all the paperwork. We did the power of attorney, and mm -hmm. uh, got all the paperwork done that needed to be done, so I could go on leave. And told my principal, and uh, they had to find somebody to cover my position while I was gone. And so what was your rank? I went in as an E4 and I retired as an E7. What is that considered in the Army? What's that called? Sergeant First Class. Sergeant First Class. So, man, 22 years is a long time. You know, I was born in 1975. You're going to hit me. You're gonna hit me. <laughs> I was married in 79. Were you really? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it would be hard for me to even still be in the reserves and to just pick up and go. 
You know, being in the reserve is the smartest thing for anyone who comes off active duty mm -hmm. and they they don't do 20 years in active duty. Mm -hmm. The smartest thing they could do would be go into a reserve unit right. in any military branch, but go into that. Do your 20 years and... Take the retirement, take the benefits. Absolutely. It, yeah. it, you know, my husband hated me being gone. But at least he didn't, he never gave me the ultimatum. Mm -hmm. uh, because right now, it has really paid off. Right. Just TRICARE alone has really paid so, off. So let me ask you, these, these were your medals and, and, and things during, or your, um, yes. during, during the, your service? Yes. And we'll, we'll post some close-up pictures of those as well. I, I looked them up to see what they were. Yeah. So you got the Meritorious Service Medal with Oak Leaf Cluster. So I got two Meritorious Service. Two of those. Army Commendation Medal with three Oak Leaf Clusters. So I got four Army Commendations. Four Army Commendations. The basic one is your ribbon. That and was then the every, top. Uh, the so Meritorious the, Service gotcha. is the top. So the middle is... Army Achievement Medal with two Oak Leaf Clusters, Army Reserve Components Achievement Medal, National Defense, and the National Defense Service Medal. Right. That's, okay. yes. Okay. In the bottom rows, Armed Forces Reserve Medal, NCO Professional Development Ribbon, and Army Service Ribbon. Yes. Okay. Which one's your favorite? Meritorious Service. Meritorious Service? Because I got my first when uh, I went well after I, I I cannot remember what year it was they had a position an MOS uh, 79 Delta it was retention NCO mm -hmm. and I wanted to I, saw I wanted that. to get I out saw of maybe that. some you know some, an article talking about you how 108 soldier named Army's top retention NCO. That was the second time. The first time they did this. That's you? That's me. Man. Yes, I know. Like a baby. <laughs> like a baby. Man, look, you look just like a baby there. It's a baby face. The first time we went that for Second Army, they had competitions. Right. And we were getting ready to go to you, I won Second Army, and you had to go to Forces Command. And in Atlanta, but they did away with it because of the desert storm. Mm -hmm. So the next time they did this, I won again, and I won Second Army, and went to Atlanta, and it, the competition, it was from all over the United States, and according to the article, the, uh, when they announced it, I, I, after I got through with the interview, I went upstairs and I told my husband, I said, we might as well go now. I did horribly. And the one thing I remember, they asked me where the page number of a map was. Mm -hmm. well, I didn't know. It had been years since I'd had it. But some girl had just come out of, you know, basic, and she knew all of this. But this was a retention. Mm -hmm. uh, competition and I knew retention mm -hmm. and uh, but we went back down and when they announced it 
I'd won. And so we got to go to the Pentagon and accept the award. That's awesome. That's yes. awesome. That was, I guess that was my... A great source of pride. It, exactly. A, that was my crowning achievement, is, is being able to to win a national competition. And it was the first time, so I right. was the first winner. Okay, so here's what I wondered. Okay, so so after 22 years Army Reserves, active duty time mixed in, a career as a teacher, mm-hmm. and what did you teach? Um, I taught reading, education, and then technology okay. at Kaiser for 33 years. Okay, wow. So after all that, what advice would you give to a young lady out there who maybe hadn't considered going into the military. How could going into the military help a young man or a woman out there? Okay, You're, You were a young lady going into to it in 1974, which it wasn't so in vogue at that point. It, it is more now, and it's certainly, uh, it, you know, uh, I guess a more accepted track at this point. But... Uh, what did the military, what could a mil- the military, you know, active duty or reserves do for a young lady out there who's watching right now? It gives you discipline. If you don't know what you want to do in life, this is a way to find out quickly. It gives you a socialization with other people. Mm-hmm. It gives you a different way of life, a different uh even a, a, a thought um, component, how you view things. Because like I said, the military is a different world. And it, it puts you, it's got such heavy discipline. Go through basic, but don't let that discourage you because they basic is designed to weed out the weak. And They're designed to make you stronger. It is, and it will either make you or break you. And if you're a strong person, it will only make you stronger. And then you've got options. How many people can go in, go out of school, get out of school, go into the military, retire in 20 years when they're less than 40 years old possibly, and then start another career? Mm-hmm. 20 years you get retirement, you get medical, you get such great benefits. And then, to me, the whole thing is just to be a veteran. It is, it's so, being in the the reserve and going to AT, regular army didn't appreciate reservists. We were weekend warriors. And you didn't feel appreciated. So it was only when I got into the post that it made me feel like, yes, I am a veteran. I mm-hmm. did serve. Sure. I did something. And to to stand up and say, yes, I'm a veteran, and to be able to salute the flag and to be able to you know go to different places and hear the the Star Spangled Banner, and be able to salute instead of just putting your hand over your heart. It is, I am really proud of it. This whole experience is just, I, I'm, I'm proud of my service. 
Well, good. Thank you for your service. Thank and you for yours, your service. you too. I appreciate that. And this has been uh, Miss Martha, uh, Martha Bridges, and Martha G. Bridges. Goodman. Martha Goodman Bridges, yes. And uh, talking about her 22 years of military service, both in the Army Reserve and active duty, um, you know, as a strong young woman, I guess, you know. Uh, serving our country. So thank you for your service and thank you for coming on with Lunch with a Veteran today. I appreciate it. Okay, And I'll put uh, uh, all the paperwork that we're looking at and the medals and articles, I'll put that, I'll, I'll edit that into the video and we'll write an article about it for the local paper as well. Okay? So look for that. Alright? Well, you're going to do a book, aren't you? We're doing, we're working on a book for veterans. Oh, right I now. think that's, that's going to be exciting. I can't wait. Thank you very much, thank Martha. You. So... Life is busy, we all know We put off planning till things get slow Tomorrow's never promised today Don't get too busy and let it all slip away Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law Foundational planning or more complex We can help when you're perplexed If a loved one needs long-term care Help avoid some of the scare. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. State planning benefits and even probate. We take the planning piece off your plate. If you or your spouse were in the military, 